2023 small forward Curtis Williams Jr. becomes the first 2023 commit for Louisville head coach Kenny Payne and the second Cardinal commit in the 2023 class alongside Caleb Glenn. We will break down this commitment on today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to another episode of the Locked On the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time to say thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On the Louisville Podcast is free on all streaming services, including YouTube and WHAS 11 Plus, five days a week, your team every day. The Louisville basketball program picked up another 2023 basketball commitment in the form of four-star small forward Curtis Williams Jr. We will talk about what he brings to the Cardinals program. We will discuss the current state of the 2023 recruiting class, and it's off to a very solid start. We'll talk about some possible names that could be added at a later time. And then finally, we will dive into the 2024 class, where the Cardinals recently offered the number one combo guard in the cycle, Boogie Fland. Um, So we'll start out with the big news on Monday, a... Very unwell kept secret, I, 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 or probably gr- more grammatically correct, a very poorly kept secret was um, the momentum that the Louisville basketball program had in terms of the recruitment for four-star small forward Curtis Williams Jr. Um, the program offered in the summer and at that point immediately started to prioritize Williams, um, who listed the Cardinals in his list cut, and then opted to um, go on an official visit the weekend before he was set to commit, which obviously is today. Committing, I believe today is his mother's birthday or close to his mother's birthday, so happy birthday uh, to his mother. Hopefully she has a good birthday. Um, But in terms of this recruitment, Louisville had almost all the momentum from about middle of last month up until now. So this decision really doesn't surprise a lot of people. Had a solid official visit. Um, let's see, the Cardinals defeated other schools like Florida State, Providence, Xavier, uh, and Alabama, which were his other uh, finalists in his top five. I want to read to you what he told um, 24-7 Sports Cardinal Authority. Um, it's in the ACC and I feel like I can play there. It's the best competition and everything Williams said of why he chose Louisville. I can play my game there, and Coach Payne has recruiting some, has been recruiting some big-time players, and they have a great coaching staff. When I was there, it really felt like home. He goes on to say, it was great. The, fan lo- the fans love the coaches and players there. It's a big-time city. My favorite part of the official visit was probably getting to hang out with the players and sitting down with Coach and having a good long talk with me my mom, and my sister. This is what he had to say about head coach Kenny Payne. He's a great, or he's a humble guy. He's a hard worker. He sees things others don't see, and he's an all-around great dude. On the court and off the court, he's a great dude, and I can't wait to play for him. 
Um, this is some of the last things he says. Over the last couple of years, they have been playing slow, so they're trying to get the pace back up. For me, I can play multiple positions. I can guard one through four. So on defense, he said I'm a good defensive player. And then on offense, I can get the ball to start the break, come off screens, create for teammates and for myself. So that was his pitch to me, and he showed me the film to go with that. The last thing he says, what will he bring to the program? Just a competitor, he says, ready to come in every day and put my best in front of me, ready to work, make myself and my teammates better, lead, win, and do everything outside of that. So overall, when we discussed Curtis Williams' game, um, I think last month, you know, it, it was pretty evident that he was one of the most pure perimeter shooters in the 2023 class statistically speaking didn't necessarily have the best shooting splits in the second EYBL circuit but early on in the AAU summer he shot the ball really well I think over 40 percent from both the field and from the three-point line more specifically um one thing that I was impressed about, honestly, maybe the most of about Curtis Williams was his uh, willingness to rebound the basketball, um, averaged over five rebounds per game in the summer circuit. The 69th best player in the class, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, 15th best small forward, and the top prospect in the state of Michigan from Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, um, star of Brother Rice High School. The six foot six, 205-pound small forward is a guy that I look at the next level to probably play multiple positions, probably the two and the three. I think his ball handling is something that, um, you know, it's not it's not bad, but I think it, it definitely could use some work, but it's, it's still pretty solid. It allows him to create offense for himself off the dribble in terms of pull-up jump shots. Um, he is a very versatile shooter, and the fact that he's able to come off screens and shoot the ball well and catch and shoot situations at the corner and also creating his own shots off the dribble. So that's something that Louisville has really been kind of desperately looking for um, over the past couple seasons, especially under Chris Mack, is, is some solid shooters. Um, I like the length here, six foot six. You know, it, it's been pretty much known that Kenny Payne wants to go with kind of a taller lineup, taller guard play. And I like the fact that. Um, Williams mentioned that Kenny Payne emphasized the, that the team wants to play fast. Uh, one of the biggest gripes of the fan base over the past couple seasons was that the team was just kind of painfully slow uh, on the offensive end and didn't really utilize transition all that much to their benefit. That seemingly is all going to change under Kenny Payne. Uh, solid defense will lead into solid offense, a team that likes to get out and run, pass the ball, be unselfish, but also score in transition. I think that Curtis Williams Jr.'s skill set really does fit the mold of what Kenny Payne is looking for at the position. Um, in terms of a career projection and what I could see from Williams. Um, I'm not necessarily sure if there's a, if there's like star potential there, I think uh, a high ceiling, uh, high upside, high ceiling role player, in my opinion, is what I'm looking at, you know, maybe a thousand point score, but at the end of the day, um, I, I don't want to, um, be too optimistic, but I don't also want to disrespect a certain player. I think that, you know, Curtis Williams has a lot of talent. You know, year one could be a guy that plays some situational minutes uh, off the bench, um, maybe in the back end of the rotation where he's playing some solid minutes as a, a situational scorer, a solid shooter, a, you know, a secondary ball handler, depending on the personnel that Kenny Payne has. 
Um, but ultimately, I like this commitment. I think that for the future, this is probably you know geared up toward year two, year three of his career, to where he's going to make some big, big time uh, impact for the University of Louisville. So, um, in terms of player um, comparison, I don't know why I keep floating back to this comparison, but I, I get Wayne Blackshear vibes when it comes to um, when it comes to Curtis Williams because. And Wayne Blackshear, uh, I'm not saying is underrated by the fan base, but I feel like uh, Father Time has deprived us of the of the mindset that Wayne was a very, very solid player. Now a lot of you know diehard Louisville fans will feel that way, but there's times where I you know you'll mention Wayne Blackshear and people will talk about, oh, he was a bust. He really wasn't though. Um, yes, he had that you know shoulder injury that really kind of you know hindered his development but he still was a very very solid collegiate player um, a player that you know came out of high school as a very very good shooter could create his own shot um, but the things that stick out to me is his willingness to defend and to rebound at a high level for his size um, kind of sort of close to the same body type both in that six five six six range um, over 200 pounds uh, but just the willingness to defend solid and rebounding also can create um, your know, respectively for his own teammates. That's something that I look at and it just gives me Wayne Blackshear vibes no matter how I look at it. So, uh, and if he ends up turning out like Wayne Blackshear, that is a win, win, win for the university of Louisville, but for Curtis Williams and for the Louisville program, I think that this is one that's going to be a multiple year player. That's going to play some solid seasons, uh, for the Cardinals and coach Kenny Payne, a guy that, um, you know, once he continues to, um, you know, tighten his handles up a little bit, um, you know, and obviously, just translate that shooting over to the collegiate level. Um, I, I really do like this addition, especially, you know, with adding Devin Ree in the 2022 class, you, you have two players that are, are pretty alike in the fact that they are very, very good shooters. And that's something that people are like, Oh, well, yeah, he's a shooter. So be it. Well, Louisville has definitely needed perimeter shooting over the past couple of seasons. So a breath of fresh air for the Cardinals. So, um, Second commitment of the class, the first uh, 2023 commit under uh, first-year head coach Kenny Payne. Um, I am excited about this one. I like the potential here. Uh, people will be like, oh, he's not even ranked inside of the top 50. Well, not every recruit you're going to get is going to be ranked inside the top 50. But the fact of the matter is Kenny Payne and company have been known as very good player developers. So I'm interested to see what the vision is for uh Curtis Williams in this Louisville um, rotation, and like like he mentioned in the um, in the interview with a uh, Cardinal Authority of twenty four seven Sports, he fits the system that Kenny Payne is trying to run in in the fact of good defense. Um, solid transition, playing fast, and uh, being unselfish. And I think that Curtis Williams checks off all of those boxes. So so very, very excited moving forward. I think that this is a solid commitment, uh, one that um, you know maybe isn't the uh, you know, a, a one and done type player, but you don't have to have every single player that you bring in be one and done type players. I, I'm you know interested in getting the right guys into the system. And frankly, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you would like them to be ranked, but at the end of the day, if they're not all five-star players, I mean, I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Like a, a portion of the fan base I see is doing so on social media. So solid addition to the 2023 class and the 2023 class so far for the Cardinals. It, it's it's off to a good start. We're going to break that down here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Bet Online. 
BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. As I mentioned, the 2023 class is off to a very, very good start. Not only do you have Curtis Williams, but you also have four-star small forward Caleb Glenn. So um, obviously something that you're looking to do for the future, obviously Kenny Payne and company is is reloading uh, for the program now. Uh, In terms of how many spots are going to be available, well, that is yet to be seen because um, you're kind of in a fluid spot right now. Currently you have, let's see, sorry about that. I think it's, I want to confirm this before I put it out there, but I think it's 11 scholarship players, 10 scholarship players. Let's see. Devin Reed, Mike James, L. Ellis, Roosevelt Wheeler, Brandon Huntley Hatfield. That's five. Fabio Basili, six. JJ Trainer, uh, Sidney Curry, Kamari Lands, Jalen Withers. That's 10. So you're at 10 scholarship players. Um, and obviously, you know, you don't know with the NCAA cloud if Louisville is expecting some scholarship reductions. Uh, regardless, uh, you know, you could have to factor that into the mix. Um, but, you know, you add those two players. Um, also, um, you know, looking throughout, you have two seniors in L. Ellis and Sidney Curry, who you never truly know if they are going to go pro after this season. It is definitely a real possibility. And some, and then some of the other guys, if they have some good seasons, you know, guys like maybe Brandon Huntley Hatfield or um, Jalen Withers, you know, so on and so forth. And then obviously with the one-time transfer rule, you can, um, you know transfer one time without um, losing a year of eligibility. So I don't necessarily feel comfortable in terms of speculating how many scholarships uh, the university has left for the 2023 cycle for the 2023-24 season. But I would probably venture venture to say that uh, Kenny Payne and company are probably looking to add at least two more players. Um, I could see the program adding two and and then – you know, maybe a transfer if they need it uh, and if there's a spot open. So, um, you know, we'll operate under the assumption that, you know, I think, uh, aren't you allowed, uh, I think you're allowed 13 scholarships if I'm not mistaken. Um, gosh, I should already had this up. I apologize. Um, let's see. Why can't I? find that out regardless i'm sorry for wasting time i should have already had this up but um i just wanted to yeah 13 scholarships so you're looking at this from from a sense of okay you have 10 right now um you know if you were to go into this season and you kind of eat the last two scholarships i'm not i'm not sure how many the ncaa would come down with assuming if they do or not but regardless you know let's operate under the assumption that there's two spots open um so obviously you have the wings situation figured out. Caleb Glenn, uh, Curtis Williams Jr. is a good start uh, 
two different types of wings as Williams is more of a two or three. Caleb Glenn is more of a three or a four, although that ball handling is coming around. Um, you know, for Caleb Glenn, Glenn is more of a um, an undersized four at six, six. Um, uh, he's listed at 200 pounds, but plays more as a big man. So it'll be interesting to see um, what Kenny Payne has uh, envisioned for his role at the next level. I would assume it's probably going to be a true wing or maybe even as an undersized four, depending on if he grows more as well. So um, you're kind of like a Shane Bahannon with a better handle and a better jump shot. Maybe not necessarily as um, you know as uh, strong as, as Shane Bahannon, but Cale Gwynn is definitely no slouch. So two different types of wings uh, to go along with uh, Kamari Lands, Devin Ree, Mike James. Um, so the wings aspect of it, and, he, and guys like Jalen Withers as well, if, if they decide, if he decides to stay, um, so, you know, the wings you pretty much have uh, settled for the 2023-24 uh, season. Now you're looking for a lead guard or a combo guard and uh, probably a big man as well, you know, with the possibility of Sidney Curry going elsewhere. Um, obviously, the two top names uh, that most Louisville fans will recognize are the Camden stars, DJ Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw. Um, with no inside information, it's feels like Louisville has a better shot with Bradshaw than they do DJ Wagner at this time. I would probably venture out to say that Kentucky is probably the leader for uh, DJ Wagner. Uh, no inside information. It just seems like that's kind of the trend at the moment. So uh, regardless of if that's the case or not, if, Feels like it's going to end up that way. Uh, Aaron Bradshaw, on the other hand, feels like it's kind of a toss-up at this point. I felt you feel like Kentucky feels good in this recruitment. So does Louisville as well. Uh, when it seemed like he was going to commit to Kentucky, um, it, it, you know, it seemed like the commitment was kind of called off, and, and Louisville got right into the mix. So, um, you know, DJ Wagner and Bradshaw would be two options that you look at. Um, the, the other players that have kind of risen up the ranks, you have Isaiah Miranda, the high four star center from uh, uh, Southern California Academy out in Cali, the seven foot, 200 pound center that I have uh, compared to the likes of Jackson Hayes. Um, you know, kind of a rim running, very uber athletic um, big man with a ton of length and a Huge amount of offensive upside. And then A.J. Johnson, the brother of current Houston Rockets star A.J. Green, six foot five combo guard, um, 15th ranked player in the class out of Donda Academy in Simi Valley, California. So um, the cards, I think, made his top five or eight. One of the two, I think it's top five, um, is planning to visit for Louisville Live in October. So if the Cardinals can get him on a visit at that point without him committing first, I think that is huge. Uh, some other prospects that could possibly get joined into the mix. Um, uh, George Washington III, uh, Ohio State decommit that is um, you know, possibly maybe going to end up at Dayton with his father being a, an assistant basketball coach for the women's team, uh, played at Christian Academy. Um, El Marco Jackson is another guy, um, you know, top 40 point guard out of uh, South Kent, Connecticut. But I think that at, at this point in time, and then there's always uh, you know, some possible reclassifications like uh, number one point guard in the 24, 2024 class, Elliot Cadeau, or the guy we're about to talk about now in, in top 2024 combo guard, Boogie Fland. But right now it seems like you're looking at uh, a lead guard and a big man. Is kind of what they're looking to end the uh, 2023 cycle, and that would be a huge class nonetheless. Um, it feels like the cards. I don't want to speak in certainty because I, I I don't know any inside information, but it feels like at this point, 
Um, it's just a matter of when and not if DJ Wagner goes to Kentucky. It seems like that's the trend, but you know, you know, various people have been adamant that nobody knows at this point, uh, but it feels like, uh, you know, reading through the tea leaves that DJ will probably end up at Kentucky. AJ Johnson would be a huge addition to, to the Louisville basketball program. Aaron Bradshaw, Isaiah Miranda, two premier uh, big man options. If the Cardinals can get one of them and then one of DJ Wagner and AJ Johnson, I mean, you're talking about a home run for a 2023 class for Kenny Payne and company. So we will stay tuned as uh, the fall, um, you know, comes and goes and we'll see how things look here in January when it comes to the 2023 recruiting. So um, turning the page, going into the 2024 cycle, the Cardinals have offered the number one combo guard in the cycle, Boogie Flange. We'll talk about that here in just a second uh, after I thank you all again for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, including YouTube and WHAS 11 plus five days a week. Your team Every day, Boogie Fland, one of the um, most highly sought after recruits in the 2024 class, recently received an offer from the University of Louisville on Monday. Um, the Cardinals join a handful of different um, powerhouses to offer the number one combo guard in the country. North Carolina seemingly will get the first official visit for Fland. Um, a native of White Plains, New York, goes to Archbishop, uh, I think it's Stepanak High School. Um, 6'3", 165-pound combo guard, um, has offers from Auburn, Connecticut, Kentucky, Kansas, LSU, um, receiving some interest from Duke. Offers from Miami, Michigan, Oregon, Pittsburgh, UCLA, Villanova, Virginia Tech. The list goes on. Um, needless to say, uh, Boogie Fland is a very premier prospect. Um, when I was watching some highlights of his on YouTube, uh, the 12th ranked player in the class according to 24-7 sports, the 10th ranked according to the 24-7 sports composite, number one combo guard, second in the state of New York. There was a comment that I found very, very interesting and that uh, basically paraphrasing says that Boogie Flan's game screams Jordan Poole. Uh, Jordan Poole, current uh, NBA champion of the Golden State Warriors, running NBA champion. I really, really like this comparison, and I can't stop seeing Jordan Poole when I watch highlights now because of their playing styles. Uh, Poole... Um, you know, not necessarily the most uh, athletic or the quickest guard, um, not the biggest guard either, kind of like Boogie Fland, uh, but just very crafty with ball handling, has the ball on a string, does a good job of pulling up on a dime, does not need much separation at all to create his own offense, create his own jump shot. Uh, prolific scorer in all three levels of the half court uh, in the paint, driving to the basket is very crafty, does a good job of using his size to finish at the rim, uh, utilizes the mid-range a lot, the, uh, the lost art uh, of basketball offense utilizing the mid-range but also very very effective as a perimeter shooter can you know score off the dribble uh catch and shoot situations but his ability to create his own offense and you know when i used to do some uh, nba draft scouting uh there were a couple of different qualities that i prioritized when it, when it comes to scouting which ones held more weight and creating his own all and creating your own offense is one of if not the most um, you know, 
valuable skills that I had kind of pinpointed, you know, being able to create his own offense off the dribble and being able to, um, you know, shoot the ball off the dribble as well and not have to um, focus on other players to create for them. So, um, you know, Fland is a premier um, basketball player on, on the offensive side of the court. I think defensively there's a lot of upside there with his size, um, a solid transitional ball ball handler and facilitator. Um, I would like to see uh, this upcoming season uh, more instances of that facilitating ability. You know, it, he's shown in certain clips the ability to dissect the defense with solid court vision, uh, you know, has internalized the half-court game very well, uh, a good job of – uh, just seeking out mismatches, um, you know, in, in defeating double teams as well. You know, everyone knows that he's a premier player and he consistently shows out, um, you know, both at the high school and in the AAU level circuit. So um, North Carolina getting the first official visit. Look, this is going to be a dogfight f- to see who can come out on top in this recruitment. Um, UNC, Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, um, all of these blue bloods are getting involved in this recruitment. Um, for Boogie and for the Louisville Cardinals and specifically, look, I, I said it once, I'll say it a million times. It's all about getting a player on an official visit. They can talk as good, uh, they can talk as good as they want about a certain program, about a certain coach, whatever, yada yada yada. But if they don't schedule visits, and obviously you can commit without scheduling a visit, but let's be honest, that's very very rare to do in, in today's realm. So. Unless um, Boogie Flynn schedules a visit, it seems like Louisville's going to be on the outside looking in. Obviously, it seems like this is kind of early in this recruitment as well, so we will kind of um, you know play it by ear, see how involved Louisville is able to get. Um, and uh, but regardless, Kenny Payne and company have offered a handful uh, of top ten prospects, five star prospects in the 2020-24 class. Um, wait, the 2020-24 class. Wow, that's a that's an interesting year, the 2024 class. Uh, but regardless, um, recruiting is on the upswing for the University of Louisville. Another 2023 commit in the form of Curtis Williams Jr. It's a good start to the class. Uh, there still are some pieces to fill, so we'll see how Kenny Payne and the rest of the coaching staff fills out the recruiting class. Uh, in the 2024 class, another big-time offer in the number one combo guard, Boogie Fland. Um, tomorrow's episode will be back on the football side of things. We will talk about new Louisville football commit Kataris Hicks out of the Miami area and also talk about what went right and what went wrong for the Cardinals in that matchup against Florida State the last Friday evening. So I uh, want to give a shout-out to the Locked On ACC podcast hosted by Candace Cooper. No better way to get your conference news than that show, uh, which is also five days a week. Uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, But that's going to wrap up this second Monday edition of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.